you're going to see a really, really um, significant focus on us operating as CrossFit mm-hmm. um, over the next you know, 12 to 18, or foreseeable future. There is one company here, mm-hmm. right? And if we're going to get to where we all know we can go, it's going to be through what got us here, mm-hmm. right? And we cannot forget what made us who we are um, because that's going to get us to where we want to go. Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez and me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. All right, guys. Welcome back. Best hour of their day. We're here at CrossFit Rife. Two special guests, Austin Maliolo, Gary Gaines. Just did a workout. You guys came down for the day to do a podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. So... Um, we'll do a quick intros. I'll let you guys intro, introduce yourselves. Austin, you've been on the podcast before, um, but go ahead and give a little intro from where you started and what you do now for CrossFit Home Ops. Uh, yeah. So Austin Maliola, I'm the director of North America Gym Operations. So um, really just taking care of our affiliates in, in North America and, and what that looks like from just, you know, operational stuff to, you know, being here in a gym Yeah. Um, and, and everything in between. Been a part of CrossFit for gosh, over 10 years from coaching, owning gyms, seminar staff, you know, competing. Patrick Burke, Austin Valiolo, I think, is ahead of Patrick Burt. He is. He looks is. like Patrick had a no rep there. Graham's at his bar now. But he got that one. And Austin Valiolo doing an incredible job. There's Austin, Austin Valiolo. Looks like a 415. So 400? Oh, we're at. Uh, yeah, yeah, over 400 seminars in total, level ones and level twos. So not. Yeah. That's more than a couple. Yeah, more, more than, than a couple. couple. Yeah, more ten years on the road, so it's uh, yeah, it's a, so a, a lot less of that now, but it's uh, it was pretty awesome. Are you still doing it, um, seminars? No, I haven't. Okay. I, it's been about a year since okay. I've done an official seminar. Yeah. All right. still, what does CrossFit has, lecture go? What is CrossFit? You know, we, variance, functionality, right. intensity. You know, we can do it. So <laughs> I, I, I believe that my record was uh, I, g- giving the level one in like ten minutes. Someone, you know, s- s- could I do the it? Whole thing, the whole like, thing. Just, you know, the whole thing. Just the whole two days worth. Yeah, uh, yeah, cool. Remember nothing but stay alive. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Gary. Yeah, I'm Gary Gaines, and uh, I'm the general manager of global affiliates uh, at CrossFit. And so what that uh, includes is. Um, our international markets, and then, of course, domestically here. Uh, you know, I work very closely with Austin mm-hmm. and, uh, and try and create value um, and support and resources for our affiliates. And, um, you know, I'm an extension of them at the table uh, at headquarters and, and, and vice versa, an extension of, of corporate um, in the field. And we try and get out as, as often as possible. And it's funny you ask if he's doing seminars. He's got his hands full coaching me <laughs> when, we're, when we're on the road, as you just well, saw in that, in that previous I mean, workout. We just so. we'd have worked out, and yeah. Austin definitely might have beaten us both yeah. in a couple of rounds. Yeah. But, um it was all right. It was a, um, it was a short man workout. You it, know, was, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. The, it was very much in your wheelhouse. Um, but so your job specifically. Um, so you've been with CrossFit for year and a half. So okay. so so about a month after the the transaction. Okay. Yeah. And then when people kind of think of head of global affiliates, can you elaborate just just to give people a little bit more context? There's like, what the hell does that mean? What does that mean for yeah. me? And then and yeah. So, who is so, this dude? So, so the responsibility. Um, if I had to break it down, so outside of the U.S., uh, what? So originally when I came in, um, Eric had a vision of creating three revenue generating verticals and having a business leader for each. So, um, you know, Dave, as you know, uh, mm-hmm. was overseeing the sport function. Nicole Carroll oversees the education function. There was a gentleman by the name of Josh Weisberg that was overseeing the affiliate vertical. And then there was this hole outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, because everything was over indexed in North America. Right. 
because this is where you know predominantly our, our, our affiliates fall. And so he wanted a business leader over the international business lines. Mm-hmm. And so originally I had um, affiliates, sport, and education um, outside of the U.S. Okay. Um, Josh exited the company. He came in and consolidated the affiliate vertical with the international markets. And so b- basically oversee um, the affiliate uh, vertical. And, and kind of what we're, our guiding principle is, is how we create value um, for our affiliates and, um, and act as an unquestioned business partner for them. Got it. Right. How, okay. can, how can they get through the day and, and know that they've got a resource and a partner right. uh, to navigate this journey uh, at it. headquarters? And that's kind of why I asked, you know, and, I'm, and again, I'm super thankful that you guys made the trip down here. I know that's, I know you guys are busy and I know that's a big deal to, to take time out of your schedule yeah. to come here and do this. So that's really where I wanted to, and where a lot of people have questions is like, okay, we've obviously had a lot of changes over the past two years, even over the past several months. And I think the burning question on people's minds is like, what now, yeah. you know? Um, but I do, I actually am very curious. So I actually want to go back a little bit. So when you came on board and so when you made the transition, when you came in was Austin, did you already have the role that you had? No, no. So I, I came in about a, like a year ago now. Yeah. yeah okay. So a year is when I transitioned to this role. Okay. So, and you know, and Gary and I, we, we were, you know, chatting up towards really like end of, you know, that, you know, a year, about a year and a couple of months ago at this point, we, we were in close contact chatting up and then now this, everything kind of came to fruition around this time. Okay. So when you come in, I, what I'm curious is about, they bring you on and they're like, hey, we want you to, yeah. <laughs> to kind of rein this thing. Yeah. Okay. What's your initial evaluation of Man. the affiliate space, <laughs> like when you show up? Yeah. Right. You I, know, it's, I, it's, it's I, I'm I, very curious about that. I think a, a, a bit of context is, is appropriate. Okay. So um, I have a, a career in, in operations. So I spent time at uh, 12 years at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. I spent time at Tesla um, and then Lyft. Uh, and most recently, prior to this role, Chief Operating Officer at SoulCycle. Mm-hmm. Um, all along that journey, personally, uh, CrossFit was my uh, modality of choice. So my outlet. We talked before. You said you started like 2008. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So not um, a stranger to yeah. CrossFit. Not, yeah. not, not a stranger. It's super passionate about it. And I think like most of us, it's you know where, where you um, just empty your head and, right. and, and really uh, try and, and get back to neutral. And so that's, that was my outlet. And, um, and so when Eric uh, acquired the company, a mentor of mine who actually acts as co-chair right now for the board, who I worked with at Tesla, reached out um, and introduced me to Eric. And so that started a series of conversations over the course of two months. Two months, And I was reluctant to, to join because I didn't know if I could mix the personal um, mm-hmm. and the professional. And I always like to be objective in my decision making. And, and I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. Um, and, and so after deciding that I'd rather help something I'm so passionate about, right. uh, than kind of stay away from attacking the challenge, I decided to come on board. Um, and the, and the first thing I was introduced to was, um, six country managers, uh, you know, like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. I was, I only had international purview, um, six country managers that worked incredibly hard, mm-hmm. uh, to try and provide value to, uh, to affiliates. Um, and they didn't have really much resource, but they had so much passion, right. um, incredible work ethic, um, a majority of them five of six were, were uh, seminar staff. Okay, um, and the sixth being uh, Daniel Chaffee, who is the owner of yeah CrossFit Louvre. He's a dude. Yeah, d- absolute dude. Uh, pol- polarizing dude, but one I love. Um, and so um, they they quickly uh, accepted me in, and um, and we started uh, really trying to fight for resources. You know, they had compiled years of of requests on what they thought um, they needed. <laughs> Walking with a stack of papers. Yeah, and I like, mean, literally, it's here's like, the problems you, know, you need to this solve. This is what we asked for two years ago. You know, and but they quantified it. You know, right. and, and, and they backed it up. Um, they had um, ROI attached to it, and they were really thoughtful. Um, and so I was, I'm just so 
pleased to be able to sit uh, on behalf of them at the table mm-hmm. uh, and be able to fight for those resources. So we unlocked a significant amount of resources early. That team uh, that originally was six um, has turned into about 85 people today. Okay. When I took over uh, the affiliate vertical, um, I'll never forget it, October 29th, 3,365 of our affiliates um, were either past due or unsigned, meaning they were not current affiliates. Right. Um, and so that's over 30% of our, of our portfolio. Uh, and so we went on a campaign, not to try and collect the money, but to reach out and talk about how we could help these affiliates get to the other side of the mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, and you know the tireless work ethic of the team over 5,000 phone calls, having these really, really emotional conversations. Um, and, and, and the goal was letting the affiliate know, listen, we're here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hold your hand. We're going to get to the other side of this pandemic together. Um, but we're partners in this. Right. And so I, I guess to answer your question quickly, we, in my opinion, had an obligation to create relationships with affiliates and know that they had a voice at the table um, and somebody was representing them. And this wasn't a model that uh, we would reach out once a year for your affiliate fee, but one we would continuously reach Mm -hmm. out um, and check for updates. And if you had questions, feedback, or requests, we would uh, receive that inbound and we would do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether we could, we could action or not, we would tell you. Yeah. Um, and so that, that um, uh, servant kind of partnership is, is what I like to create um, in the team, I think, embodies today. Okay. That, that's, yeah, I was just curious, like, what that looked like on your end. So the, the reason I'm asking this yeah. question is because I do think the, the, the process of, of understanding, like, what was wrong yeah. to figure out where we're going to go is, is fairly important. So. Yeah. You sit down at the table with Austin. You're like, "Hey, I want you to come in and do North America." Did you? Were you guys able to establish like, "Hey, what? Here's our top three priorities that we need to address right yeah. out of the gate." Yes, it was a simple conversation. So, um, I, I at an early stage at, at CrossFit learned that if I was going to build a team, it had to build, be a team that had uh, built equity within the community, um, because I, I have never been an affiliate owner, mm-hmm. uh, and I know that, and so I don't have all the answers, um, and I can't really in detail have conversations with affiliate owners about the struggles that they face, and so I built a team of really incredibly talented people that are affiliate owners, you know, seminar staff, um, former Flowmasters, um, all within the ecosystem, and the simple. Uh, guiding principle or question that we were trying to answer was like, what does it mean to be a CrossFit affiliate? Mm-hmm. If you asked um, affiliates, you know, call it 10 affiliates when, when we got here a year and a half ago, what it meant to be a CrossFit affiliate, you'd get 10 different answers. All of them may be very powerful, mm-hmm. but they weren't consistent. Mm-hmm. What we needed to create is some consistency on what it meant to be a CrossFit affiliate. What is that value proposition? What do you get for your for your license fee? Um, not saying that we're trying to justify it, but you need to be right. able to confidently stand behind what you pay for. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we strive to do on a daily basis. And that was a question we sought out to answer a year and a half ago. Uh, and then, not to be crass, but like, how's that going? Uh, really well. So, okay. the, you know, um, we sent out a survey. I think that was probably the first yeah. um, the first course of action because we needed to hear from the affiliates on what they right. needed. Uh, business resources, leveraging our brand um, to provide preferred pricing across the ecosystem, having an outlet for them to uh, share feedback, both personal and professional, with their peer group was mm-hmm. something um, that came so out. So we're talking about APN and roundtables. Roundtables, right. yep, okay. and, uh, and the playbook. And the playbook, um, yeah, yeah. And, and then, of course, CAP. Um, programming, right? right? right. So how, how do we um, um, really create consistency and quality across the ecosystem? We always hear when you drop into boxes, you know, there's a gym down the street right. um, that may not be focused on quality that has a negative impact on my brand perception mm-hmm. and the people that walk through my doors. Um, and we understand that challenge. Our model doesn't allow us to mandate principles and will never be that way. I did have a question on yeah. that. So I've, I've and I'd, I'd be curious to get your thoughts on this too, just the idea of quality assurance. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to say it's silly, but it, yep. it's not practical um, in the space. It's just not. This is not a franchise. Yep. We yep. talked before. It's not going to be a franchise right. model. We're not moving in that direction. Right. Um, I, I just I, I think it's the wrong focus point, but I'd be curious to hear both of your inputs on it. Yeah, I mean, gosh, it's, you know, you know, it's, you, you, we've been hearing this for, for 10 years, right. right? It's like from the, you know, on, you know, at seminars and affiliates is that, you know, hey, there's this gym down the road and, you know, someone walked in and had a bad experience and, you know, that gives everyone, you know, th- this notion of a negative connotation mm-hmm. associated with CrossFit, you know, but I always, I always try to ask the question to any affiliate owners, why did you start? Why did you become an affiliate? Why? You know, there's something that, that brought you to CrossFit. You, you, and you could have just opened up a gym, mm-hmm. you know. And, but when, when, you, when you pull it back, it's like, well, one, we love CrossFit, the methodology. There's purpose behind it. It most likely changed your life. Someone that life's had changed impacted you so much that you went and started doing it. And now you want to give it to others. Mm-hmm. Something special there. But also, you were never told what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and we're a community of wonderful contrarians right you know with and what that means is that we you know we don't we don't like to be told what to do in fact when we're told what to do we get angry mm-hmm. when we think we're told what to do we get even angrier right <laughs> we get it right and and but so with that there is a uh, there it, there's always another side to that where you know and the, the cream will rise to the top and there's there's there is beauty to that we all need to get better we all started out bad trainers mm-hmm. and, it, and what breaks my heart is when I hear is like well the level one's not enough I'm like man if the level one wasn't enough I wouldn't be here today mm-hmm. you wouldn't be here today correct and and you know what think about driving were any one of us good drivers at at 16 years old absolutely not but we had to start mm-hmm. and how do we get better at driving we drove yet none of us unless you are are professional drivers we're okay but you know if we wanted to then take it to another level to potentially train other drivers, we would have to then really invest in right. ourselves and have a support system and learn and grow. It would be a job because no one would come to me as a guy that's been driving for, for 15 years right. to learn how to drive. Yes, my kids will learn from me. Well, they don't, you know, it's like, great. I'm one, one for one and, and, right. and, and maybe not that good, right? So when we think, and, and the reason why I say that is we need to remember that when it comes to our job as coaches in an affiliate is that we have the ability to open up and we have the ability to really run our business however we'd like. And there's beauty to that. And, and that's what's so special and so entrepreneurial and so egalitarian about CrossFit. But it's on you to be better. And it's on you to inspire others around you to be better. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's important. What separates you from other gyms? It's not you know, how clean your floors are or how high your ceilings are. It's how good you are. Right. And the only way to do that is for you to continually push yourself. And it goes back to caring, right? People are like, what's the most important aspect a CrossFit coach can have, an affiliate owner can have? It sounds corny, but it's care. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to give a shit. Right. Why? Because that will drive you to get your level two, to get your level three, to get all of your staff upskilled, to give them professional development each week, to actually make the business decision to put more into education than something else. Right. Because on paper, you might be like, well, I'm, what would make sense is for me to spend money on this, this, or that, because it might bring more revenue in. Because on paper, that makes sense. But you know your only product is the class that's happening in front of you and the people that are walking in the door. Mm-hmm. And they are your best marketing. So you have to give everything you have. And so uh, that's a really long answer of saying is that it doesn't matter what's happening down the road if you are the best. 
and what you do has no bearing on anyone else. It's not, man, I don't like them or I like them. It's, this is what I'm going to give it all I have. And that, and, and, and the reality is if you look at success across any sector, that's always mm-hmm. the case. And the minute you start to worry about others is usually when good things aren't happening, right? right? When you worry about things you cannot control, I've never heard of a scenario where that works out well. I was just talking to somebody about this and the, the concept is like eyes on your own paper. Yeah. Which is like, hey, listen, like you're never going to get where you want to go if you're looking at other people's stuff. Just yeah. focus on your own stuff. And, and I, think, I think there's a the same way I treat the affiliate. There's always like at least 1% of the gripe that's probably valid. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I do think this is like, okay, yes, there is some beauty to this model, which is like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, that's totally fine. But I don't think it would be wrong if we were to cast a little bit of, of at least critical feedback and say, yep. well, I get it. However, no help probably isn't the answer to that either. Yeah. And I think, and, and that's where I think I, I can see the wheel spinning there and I see the resources going to that. And I think um, that's where I think a lot of people are have a lot of hope. Yeah, but still uneasy about it because, like, all right, we've seen some initiatives kind of come and go. And I mean, if you've been in any industry, you're like, that's just the way it goes. Like, yeah. they, you don't hit home runs on everything. Yeah, so. I, I, I would add. Listen, when you look at our competitive advantage, it's, it's the coached workout, right? It, it's the coach backed by the most effective methodology in fitness, mm-hmm. hands down, proven, mm-hmm. right? We can quantify that. Um, so it's our obligation in an effort to be an unquestioned business partner is how do we provide resources to upskill the coach. Mm -hmm. Um, And so where we over-indexed on business resources in year one um, and uh, the first year and a half uh, of us coming in, the next, uh, you know, call it year, two years, we're going to really focus on the coach. Mm -hmm. How do we focus on development, progression, both personally and professionally of that position? And through that strategy, we will be able to uplift quality. And that's how we'll do it. All along the while, you know, these affiliates still having um, the, the environment, the culture, the member experience that is, uh, that is focused on what they want to do, mm-hmm. right? So when you walk into a gym, you want that unique experience. But when you're taking that class, you want an incredibly talented coach that's going to help you, you know, get through that workout in the most effective way. Um, yeah. No, it's just, I, I agree with you. And we, we kind of alluded to this before, but I, I do think it's worth saying in, in this forum that where I think maybe there was a misstep, and this is, this is my own... Um, observation from afar, right? So it could very well be incorrect. But what I saw as a a bit of a misstep is, honestly, it's the same mistake that we see affiliate owners make when they, when either acquire a gym or open a gym is rather than doubling down Mm -hmm. on the thing that, that, that that got you there, they're like, Hey, I'm going to try something else to, to, to make some other shiny things and create a, a leverage elsewhere. And I'm like, like starting a nutrition program yep. or doing uh, Facebook ads or spending too much time on your retail, like whatever that is, instead of just being like, listen, if you just create better coaches yep. and create an awesome experience, yep. you know, as cliche as best hour of people's day when they come into the affiliate, do that, master that first, then you can worry about the other things. And you're exactly right. Man. And, and that's, yeah. this is what, and where I was going to go with that is that where I saw the messed up was, I believe whatever CrossFit success that road is paved with red shirts, yep. meaning the seminars, meaning the seminar team. And I was just, I was laying in bed last night thinking about it. Hey, are you awake? And it would, you know, cause the, the Super Bowl just happened. I said, well, you know, we think about the Super Bowl and the teams and all this other stuff. And it's like, well, what's the most important part of you played football of, of yep. the NFL and be like, well, the teams and the coaches, I'm like, wrong. It's the football. Yep. You cannot have the game without the yeah. football. You play to win the game. 
Hello? Everything revolves around this thing, and that's how I see the level one. Everything mm-hmm. is a branch off from that. I mean, at its yep. core, CrossFit is a training company. Yep. So affiliates, you have to go through level one. If you want to coach, you want to go through level one. The games is built on the back of the level yep. one. Like, all of it is built on the back of the level one. And that's where I think they should have just dumped everything in front of there. Yeah. And just be like, listen, take this group of this cohort of people and figure out how to leverage them. Put them in front of as many people as possible. Have them throw as many ideas out there. Like, listen to them and they will be the litmus test for all the ideas. Yeah, and I I think so. A a really an outcome of creating three separate revenue generating verticals or, or support structures um, is you having your own goal, your own vision, mm-hmm. your own products and initiative, right? And so when I was uh, over, you know, overseeing the gym function, it's like, well, gyms requested business resources. We're going to double down to business resources, right. almost at the expense of remembering where we right. came from, right? And Nicole and in, in, in EDU really focuses um, on on the training aspect. Um, you're going to see a really, really um, since, like, significant focus on us operating as CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, over the next, you know, 12-day team, or foreseeable future. There is one company here, Mm -hmm. right? And if we're going to get to where we all know we can go, it's going to be through what got us here, Mm -hmm. right? And we cannot forget what made us who we are um, because that's going to get us to where we want to go. We've got, you know, what, 200, some, um, uh, 200 red shirts? Yeah, globally. Yeah, 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 yeah I think that's Glo- the rough, give or take. Yeah, globally. Yeah. All super talented individuals that have given everything they've had to spread this methodology to the global community. And they understand how to operate an affiliate. They understand how to coach uh, uh, the methodology. Why not leverage those to help us get, you know, get to, to continue to grow our, our footprint? Um, but what we need to do and what we're starting to do is really break down those verticals um, and, and act as one team, mm-hmm. right? And, and we leverage each other's resources. There was a win-back campaign that we uh, kicked off last year to mm-hmm. try and get back our, uh, our affiliates yep, that, I remember uh, that departed, right? And Austin was sitting there, we're, we're literally in a uh, brainstorming session, and I'm like, you know, there's 650 gyms in the United States that left, you know, post-tweet um, that continued without CrossFit. How do we get to these 650 gyms? He's like, why don't we use seminar staff? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, it's those simple answers um, that are sitting right in front of you uh, that if we really just focus on the basics, I mean, we'll get there. It's, yeah. it's, it's simple, man. Yeah, it, it's simple. It's not easy. And I think um, kind of going back to, I think all roads go through training in my personal opinion, but where I, where I think is interesting is so, with regard to the goal, is that something you can like where, if, so this is the question is like, where are we going? You know, you know, to, to be very blunt, what does that look like from, from the person in charge of that? Like what, if you can elaborate on that at all, and not yeah, necessarily abs- specifically, a, 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 but like, what does that look like in a, one to two years? Absolutely. So, um, so I think you're going to see, you know, to my point earlier, a lot more cross-functional partnership mm-hmm. between EDU and, and Jim. And you mentioned it, listen, a gating function to becoming an affiliate owner is having your L1, right? Right. Like, you can't open an, an affiliate without an L1. Um, and so we've got an incredible top of funnel. Um, and so you're going to see us really structure what that looks like today. We're, we're, uh, to an extent flying blind, mm-hmm. right? Somebody goes to, um, the L1, what's their intent? Are they going right. there to become a coach? Are they going there to become an affiliate owner? Mm-hmm. And then what journey do they take after that? So we're right. going to really structure what that process looks like so we can provide support, whether they want to be a coach, um, in, in the form of a hiring network Got it. across the U S um, or, or globally, I should say, yeah. um, which is, which is a pain point that a lot of affiliate owners, uh, you know, share. Um, and so we'll, we'll, operationalize something that that serves that purpose um, but also you know what are the pain points of opening an affiliate you know real estate is typically one that, that people bring up mm-hmm. site identification uh, lease negotiation 
you know, gym layout, um, having access to, to startup um, uh, resources uh, at preferred pricing uh, to help you sustain profitability uh, earlier and con- more consistently. Um, and so we're really going to try and structure our top of funnel mm-hmm. right now, but but you're gonna again see a really focus on the coach. Yeah, um, Nicole's team is um, you know, and I can't speak to the initiatives uh, in detail, um, but she's gonna really focus on how you upskill um, that that uh, position um, and create a career progression. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, sometimes people um, d- don't feel that they can, you know, achieve the professional success um, that they want to. Um, and that's just not true. And so it's not true. Uh, it's not true. But I-, I would argue that it is currently very difficult. Sure. So it's like one right. of the right, you right, know, right. and go- going back to the, yeah. the pain point there becomes training. We right? need to make it not true. Right. Yeah. Uh, correct. It, right, it, it's yeah. not true, it, yeah, but yeah. It, it's right, right. it's kind of true. Right. right? right, right it's right, like, right, hey, right. you're not going to see a ton of people paying their mortgage like being a CrossFit it, trainer. It, it, exactly. And that that is a travesty, in my opinion. So but I, I think that comes back to which is I'm glad to hear you say this is, well, if we can create better trainers that that either are higher ready, yep. right, that can come in and be an asset yep. to an affiliate owner yep. instead of an affiliate owner who's already, you know, spread thin, worn out, stressed, salty because of the yep. five years of, you know, not paying themselves. And then they have to bring somebody on and then mentor them. Yep. I mean, that's a lot of what we do is is helping them work through that and then get to the point where they're like, all right, now you need to get help yep. you know part of like you know you're coming in and building a team it's really hard for an affiliate owner yeah you know i'm very fortunate to have one but that took 12 years right you know and so that i think is a, is a serious pain point is a broad enough p- pool of what i would consider qualified trainers right. be like hey these these folks are good to go yep you know yeah and, and one one thing i'll add sorry to cut you off austin but one thing i'll add is if we can then layer that mm-hmm. with with resources um, and and leadership uh, leadership um, skill set uh, upbuilding for affiliate owners mm-hmm. uh, in parallel with having them identify potential coaches. Mm-hmm. I think that's the perfect match, right. right? It's like if we can teach you how to really fly higher, lead, and create an extension of yourself through your team, mm-hmm. right? That allows you to do the thing that the things that owners right. uh, should be doing or want to be doing um, to limit burnout. Then I think we have the the perfect formula. That's why they're they're complementary of each other. They are. You have to create a bit. So in, everybody's like, "Well, there's nobody that wants to that wants to coach CrossFit." I'm like, "You've lost your mind." Right. I'm like, "There, I, I know plenty of people that are making fifty five thousand dollars." Go to ones, dude. Yeah. I mean, but my but my point yeah. is, is like all every person who's saying that, like they're all affiliate owners. Like, well, yeah. I can't find anybody. I'm like, wrong. Like, you cannot. You don't run a business that can provide the opportunity for right. somebody to come in here. And that is actually the problem. Because if you put it on the street, be like 60K CrossFit coach, somebody's quitting their job immediately exactly. to come take that job yeah. that they hate. Yeah. And, and it's creating the experience. I mean, I, I got an email from someone I knew that, you know, he's in his in his mid 50s, full time career in the field. And, you know, he, he just he just got laid off. And he's like, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm going to go into coaching. He goes, you know, he's I sent it for my level one. What advice do you have for me? This is, you know, he's got a couple kids mm-hmm. and he's like, CrossFit changed my life and I just love helping people, right? They're out there, you know, and, and but it's like any, and I think that, that what, what's, what's easy to forget is it's an experience. And the re, when, when we think about what happens in a gym, it's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? It's, it, it's, not a, it's not a career, it's a lifestyle. Right. So we, we need to create environments that are fun to be in. And I just think about, just any workplace, any team, if it's fun, right. and it doesn't mean it's going to be hard work, right. you know, but if it's, if it's fun, you enjoy the people around, of course you want to be there. And what that also does is it, it gets people to want to come and learn mm-hmm. before they're qualified. Mm-hmm. They say, hey, I'll do anything. 
mm-hmm. to be here. I'll do anything to learn, to hang out, just to you know absorb. Mm-hmm. And, and then you start to create your own ecosystem. And that's not easy to do, but that's, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. And, and, but part of that is what are you doing to, to create that environment? And right. also, you have to be okay with, at some point, losing your best. Mm-hmm. Certainly in a, in a yeah. CrossFit gym. And I think where, yeah, like once you know your business goals and, and, and things of that nature, you know that I, you know, I can't have 15 empl- full-time employees. Right. And at some point, if I do my job, I'm going to keep getting you better. Yeah. Because right. I know that the, it, the, coach, the, co- the coaching is the most important thing I'm going to upskill on, mm-hmm. which means I'm, gonna, I'm going to give you everything I have, which means if I do my job, you're going to be better than me. Yeah. Right. right. And then at some point you're going to want more because that's the type of person I want. Right. Yeah, and that, that leadership tree, right, the that's center right. of influence is how the CrossFit affiliate ecosystem grew. That's right. um, and if we can help replace that person with a qualified candidate, mm-hmm. then I think we have that, 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 um, that cycle. Well, <laughs> I'd be curious. I was, uh, I've been rattling around this in my brain for like a couple of months and I was thinking about one thing where I think we may have missed the mark. And when I say we, I'm speaking seminar staff specifically is if I look at the ecosystem of coaches, so we have red shirts at the top and I believe those people are world-class coaches and I'm speaking not even about myself. I'm just like that cohort of people is amazing. And then where I think uh, is interesting is the gap between them and the affiliate is really, really large, right? The average coach. And I don't think it's anybody's fault, but I think if we look at that and be like, we, we got to close that gap. There's got to be like a D league or, yeah. you know, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not the NFL and then peewee football. Yeah. There's yeah. the NFL, there's college, there's high school, yeah. then there's peewee football. And I feel like we're missing that yeah. middle layer where like, there's a massive disconnect between what happens in that seminar. And then when I walk into an affiliate, yeah, and, well, and, and here's a good example, right? So, so think about you. You work with a lot of affiliate owners, mm-hmm. right? And, and and you get in the nitty gritty, and and oftentimes, and, and I talk to a lot of our affiliates. It's 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 always around, you know, I need help or I want help with the business, and this right. is things that we've heard, right? right? We're like, you know, that's why we started the the playbook and all these things of hey, because none of us, most of us, don't come into to start a CrossFit gym because we're like, I mean, I crush P and Ls, and I can make <laughs> I a, love and I can make a nasty <laughs> yeah. business plan, Peter. What's happening? Uh, now, are you going to go ahead and have those TPS reports for us this afternoon? So I'm going to do a cross, like make, no, it's like, I love cross, I want to change some lives. JP, JP's the only yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? It's like, yeah. of course, and, yeah, and you have them, but like, you're like, so some people are like, I'm going to find a business partner right. that knows how to balance the books yeah. and do all that stuff, and I'm going to just coach, or I'm going to go into it and just see if, you know, enough right. money comes in the drawer that I can pay out of my own with my other hand, and so... That often becomes the focus right. because we're, it's our weakest area. So mm-hmm. think about this. Our affiliate owners and all of us realize that we need help where we're the weakest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, I don't know how to run a business. Any help. Let me get some help. And my, my hypothesis is over time, we've over-indexed as affiliate owners in that area of weakness. I love it. We needed to do that. But then what did we forget? Mm-hmm. The reason why we started coaching, right? And, and, and so – when you step in and someone's like, hey, I need help with this or that, or I get a business coach, awesome. But we need to invest, and I would say more over-invest in coaching support. That's where I was going to go. I think that to some degree it was a miscalculation. Like the, biz- the business is my worst part. And somebody who, I mean, you and I have coached a lot of seminars. If I walk into that affiliate, I'm like, I don't know that it is the weakest part right. of that business. Like what I'm witnessing right now in the class is not great. And that's not a shot at you. 
but we do need to be objective about that. Listen, if you can make this really good, Mm -hmm. if you can be the best trainer, and I mean like the best, where people are like, this place is amazing, that will buffer a lot of your business problems. It doesn't mean you can be an idiot at business. You're, you're exactly right. Yeah. What, what gets what, if you walk into a facility that's not you know to the standard that you expect the facility to be, but you have some a badass coach, right? That that um, teaches you to best be the best version of yourself, helps you achieve fitness, like what you know whatever your goal is, like you'll have blinders on, right? But if but if it's the other way around, you walk into a facility that's you know top of the line, and you have subpar coaching, you know. It doesn't matter. It's days are numbered. That's not what I paid for. Right, exactly. I didn't pay for a nice facility. Exactly. I paid exactly. for good coaching. Yeah, I, mean, exactly. I mean, again, we could, you can walk into the nicest gyms out there that are, you know, huge and they have pools and all this other stuff and everything to a T is beautiful, beautifully run business. I'm uninspired. Yeah. Right? You know, and they're, you know, someone's just clapping at me, you know, giving me the thumbs up from the corner of the room, right? Like, so that's the, yeah, that's the, the aggressive example. I, right? I like to take everything back to the level one. And if we think about this idea of the affiliate, there's this, you know, We'll talk about technique and intensity, right? It's not either or, right? And when we're looking at the affiliate, it's not either or. Right. It's not just business and it's not just coaching. Both, both and. It's right? both. Yeah. It's both. Yep. And you need yep. to do both exceptionally well. And I think, um, I think there's a little bit of lack of awareness overall in the community about where we need to the standard we need to hold ourselves from a coaching standard say listen the methodology is amazing and even if you're really bad at it we could agree like it still works and it will still be effective you could still change lives like that's the double-edged sword of the whole thing however we should still get better yep and that's where we need to double down it's not just be like hey listen i can give you all the marketing plans in the world and you can run you know all this whatever you want to call it it's not going to matter if you can't run a great class that people enjoy being at that keeps people safe and gets Mm -hmm. them fit it doesn't matter it's irrelevant yeah, and, and, and this is, you know, I, I, we were at an affiliate gathering and, and I got a really great question about like, hey, like, you know, I, I have a coaching staff, a, a lot of them, and they were honest with me. Like, you know, I, some of them don't keep their credentials up to date, you know, because mm-hmm. they, you know, they, they often like, well, why should I do that? Is it going to make me more money? Right. Like, so like, and, and like, what do I do? You know, and I, and I asked, I asked this owner, I said, well, do you have your level three? He said, no. I was like, all right, well, why not? And he's like, oh, yeah. and, and we had a, it was an hour long conversation. I said, you know, I said, the level three, I say that not because if you don't have it, you're not a good coach. Or if you have it, you're a good coach, but it, it, it sets a standard and a tone, but it also does something very important for the, the economic decision for you and your, and your actual mm-hmm. education, in your gym. And one, once you ha- once you study and take your level three, you've set the standard that that's, if you, as the owner, you have that expectation, mm-hmm. right? You also now can dictate what you are learning and how you are learning it from a, a, a CEU perspective, mm-hmm. which is financially the smartest thing to do. It also allows you to directly work on your areas of weakness. But more importantly, now you can get your coaches to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all, simply, you know, it's like if you're worried about it, we'll just you know, give them a $5 an hour raise if they get their level two than if they get their level three, right? You can, you can incentivize that and, and they're going to be better mm-hmm. and pay for it for them. Well, mm-hmm. well, how do you know if they're not going to leave? You don't. It's like, the wrong question. But right? and, and, like make an environment that they'll yeah. stay and, instead and, of sort of be worrying about that right. they're going to leave. And 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 what what will start to happen is you now will be in charge of of what you're doing, and and you're going to do this because you want to deliver a good class. Well, not we're all good at different things and, and not good at different things. I mean, you struggle coaching, you know, like rope climbs or mm-hmm. handstand pushups. Well, you can go to a gymnastic course, and that can and now over time you can start to 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 bolster things that you struggle with, and your people will start to see that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you, and you can hold that standard. 
So there is a business decision to higher education mm -hmm. so within our ecosystem. It's you have to pull back the layers because we, you know, we were talking to Nicole Christensen about this. And, and um, so part like in affiliate you where we work with people like that's one of our kind of like unwritten goals for people when they come into the course. We want you to either have scheduled or achieved your level three, not because I think that that's mm -hmm. required. I personally think you should do that. But what it does is it lets me know that you have what I'll say is a very strong understanding of the CrossFit, meth CrossFit methodology in the ecosystem, at which point I know I can assume some things about the degree with which you're pushing your staff mm -hmm. and the expectation that you hold within the facility. And a lot of people that are struggling in the affiliate, a lot of it has to do, it comes back to, again, come, well, we can reverse it all the way back to training, is like, you don't understand CrossFit right. well enough. Yeah. And I'm... And I say that, and in the same breath, I'll say, I don't think it should be required because then you would never open right. an affiliate. I, you know, I, I think it comes down, if it's important to the affiliate owner, it's going to be important to the, the people that work within it. Right. Right. right? Like, and, and that's what leadership is. Right. And, you know, I always say, you know, throughout my career, and I say, you know, to this day is care as much, if not more, about the people that surround you than you do yourself. Be selfless. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that that also is manifested in, in, the, in the affiliate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you look at somebody who's really, really... Um, interested in taking this path through coaching, invest in them, mm -hmm. right? And that'll come back to you, right? Yeah. In, in the form of members, retention, growth, all or of those Or it might things. not, but, yeah. that's that, but that's not the point. It might, right. it might not on that person, but right. it will on the next person, and it will on the following right. eight. And, like, sometimes it doesn't work out, and right. that's fine. Yep. And, 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 I, and I think there's a really important... But we would agree it, it works out more than it doesn't. That's my point, right? right. Is right. That, like, but people, if you don't they, do it, it doesn't work. Right. <laughs> Correct. So, I mean, right. Right, it's like you got to do it right. to, 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 yeah. to at least expect some return right. there. And, and you look, sorry, you look at the roots of the world, right? CrossFit Rife, you look yep. at um, Diablo, like all of these, yep. these gyms across the, the, the ecosystem that have been around CrossFit Louvre, mm -hmm. you know, Daniel, all, I mean, they invest the hell out of their coaches, right? Because that's the power mm -hmm. um, in, in what makes people want to stay. Um, in building community. Well, it creates consistency. Yeah. It creates true professionals. And, you know, you could, again, bring this all the way back to is like most people struggle because you have part-timers who, right. who are doing this on the side who don't have the time and resources to invest in that. But if you've got people like this is what they eat, sleep, and breathe. They wake up. They do CrossFit. They coach CrossFit. This is how they pay the bills. Well, they're going to yeah. be better. And for an, it creates consistency with different member experiences, which right. is the power of CrossFit, right? Right. In the in the affiliate model, mm -hmm. it's like you walk into Diablo, you're gonna have a different experience than when you walk into CrossFit. Hundred percent. Right? But you're gonna get coached. Both will be amazing, awesome, right? Incredible experience. So if we can create that environment mm -hmm. um, in the 155 countries that we operate in, I mean, no one's catching us. So that's a that's a good segue. So we were kind of a, talking about this before uh, before the workout, but. The differences, I want to talk a little bit more about North America, but like there's pretty distinct differences in the kind of the community vibe versus, um, we'll just call it everywhere with yeah. the exception of North America. <laughs> yeah. like, I, that's, I, think that's a, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wh what do you guys see there? And then, and then what do you guys have in, in store for that? Because I, I do think that there is yeah. a, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but maybe like a broken uh, or I don't know how you'd, but something about that relationship between affiliates and in the states is off yep it's like some weird sort of like abusive or uh relationship there and i don't know what it is i'll let austin speak to that yep. um because i'm interested to hear yeah. what he's gonna yeah. no, yeah. yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, outside of the u.s you know i i, I would agree with you right they're not clo as close to the noise right. that's been going on um and and they've also been led by these country managers who has essentially made 
CrossFit their own business right. in these markets. They have their own Instagram handles. They have their own communities. There's the excitement created. They've got credible partnerships. And it's literally the, a, a different experience when, when you go out there. You know, um, Eric, myself, and, and our president, Jason Dunlop, went to seven European countries in 11 days. Mm-hmm. And it was incredibly eye-opening for me to, to go from market to market. Um, and there'd be such different um, approaches to mm-hmm. the business. You know, uh, Italy is an example, really focused on the competition aspect yep. of CrossFit. The UK really focused on the family-oriented aspect of, mm-hmm. of CrossFit. And, and each of those markets really doubled down in those areas. Um, and that was because of the country managers, mm-hmm. really understanding what their consumer um, or what their um, uh, affiliates wanted. And so, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd let Austin touch on North yeah. America. I, I, and I think it's a lot of that too is to the point of, you know, it's, you know, CrossFit started, you know, here, mm-hmm. right? And and so we have some, re- we have a, we have a, a, a lot of our gyms, I mean, over half of them are seven years or old, mm-hmm, which yeah. is which is really, you know, and, and mo- majority of those are in North America. And also the last two years, and I would even say the last five years for CrossFit in general, has been really hard on mm-hmm. a lot of just of the of the affiliate owners that have been around a while. There's been mm-hmm. a lot of change, a lot of things that have been, it, all of these things you look back, made things just uneasy, mm-hmm. right? Where things that you, you knew changed or were gone and that was almost like it was a it was rolling punches for all of us whether we're affiliate owners we're coaches we're athletes whatever it, mm-hmm. we all felt it but affiliate owners at the epicenter because all of that comes down to you i'm running my business i have i have athletes i love crossfit mm-hmm. and we also you know the, what's so amazing about north america is the amazing amount of diversity from owners that we have from where you actually have a gym Right. I mean, when you think about that, like you could be in the center of, of New York City or Boston mm-hmm. or you could be in, you know, rural middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and run and, and having a thriving gym. And, and, and to your and, and to Gary's point is like that's in like, they're completely different yep. business models, communities. And and so everything affects them differently. Mm-hmm. And and in turn, where we are now is everyone is feeling different. But. And, and there's a majority of just like head down for I'm, I'm just getting my job done, right? right? And there's, there's always that. But I would say that in, we've talked to a lot of gyms. And a lot of, a lot of owners just, they want to talk and they mm. want, want to be heard. And that's really what I would say, like, what have what, what you been doing for the last year? Talking. Mm. More, 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 more specifically, listening. Listening. And, you know, 29 minutes of listening, you know, one minute of, you know, I love you, love you too. You know, right. I'll see you out there, right? And, I, you know, and, 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 and the biggest thing is it's communication has never been the strong point to affiliate owners mm-hmm. and also from affiliate owners to us. And that was almost by design, right? Like I think about when I first became an affiliate, it, was, it wasn't even a thought process. Yeah. I became an affiliate and right. I, didn't, I didn't really expect anything from a communication. I didn't. Nothing. And I never expected to communicate back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just had to, you know, do what I needed to do to be right. an affiliate and that was great. Um, you know, and, and now it's because of all of the things that have changed, it's communications become more expected. I think that's a good thing. I but, think it's great. But, but with that said, it's, you know, people have been affected very differently by the last two years right. specifically. And, and, some people are upset. Some people are excited. Some people just have no idea what's going on because, you know, they've been, they've been so out of the loop from communication because right. that's sort of the way it was. And now we're sort of rebuilding sort of like, hey, here's our hand. Mm-hmm. Come grab it. Well, where's your hand? It's right here. Right. I don't see your hand. Right? A lot of us, we're not even able to, like, grab onto someone because right. once, once I get you on the phone, once our team gets you on the phone, like, it's oftentimes a, a great conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, some, uh, some people have been, you know, they've, they, 
they feel like, hey, there's it's irreparable damage, or I'm just not okay with whatever, or you know what, I'm over it or beyond it. And, and I think you, you see that a lot in North America. I am of the firm belief, and maybe I'm just an eternal optimist, that a lot of it will it will come back to why you started, mm-hmm. and and I think that that's kind of what we were talking about. I was like, hey, w- what is CrossFit? Why why did we become affiliates? And it's that's. I think yeah. if, if I could just add to that, you know, all, all of those things are true. Um, you know, I think we need to, we need to listen and, and, and ask, you know, what the, what the problem is. And we're planning to do that. Mm-hmm. I would also say, you know, being self-reflective, like where's our edge, you know, where, where, where and, and, and that's what I think makes people very uneasy. Yeah, They're just and, like, and, man, and this used to be like, yeah, a, like a group that was like, yeah, to some extent, like too, too yeah. aggressive. You know, listen, just like, all, but it was all, ready to all scrap. Thing, all you need to balance all things, right? right? But like, where's our, where's our edge? And we're gonna, we're gonna take it back, man. Mm-hmm. The narrative's being written by people other than us, mm-hmm. and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my team and I, uh, we, we haven't shared this, but I will right now. We're gonna, we're gonna go on the road, um, and we're gonna listen and learn, and we're gonna talk to affiliates, and and it's not gonna be. Uh, flashy. We're gonna roll up our sleeves. We're gonna work out. We're gonna sit in back of uh, of, of of boxes, invite affiliate owners, and we're just gonna have candid conversation. And I promise we'll take the narrative back. You can host right here. We, we would love to. It'll and be, and and, and, and but, but 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 there's no team that cares more than 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 us. And I'm not saying we care more than anybody else outside. I think we all care equally the same. But we will work incredibly hard to find those answers and operationalize tactics to take advantage of them. Well, they, I think that is one of the things that's been missing. And this actually. Uh, um, was, I think, true prior to yeah. the pandemic. So, I, Austin, you've been around long enough. Like, there, there's kind of like an old era where there was much more community engagement. When I say community, I mean just like locally, like where like people were getting together and they were doing the CrossFit thing. And then over the years, that people started to retract and they started to retract and they started to retract to the point where. I will go to cities or talk to box owners where there will be seven or eight box owners in that city who don't know each other. Right. And I think you guys going on the road with your team specifically to re-engage yeah. that to people so that people feel like they're a, like a part of a broader community yeah. and they're not sitting on an island. Because, like, you know, to your point about North America, is like, yes, we are the closest, but I don't think it would be unreasonable to say that they feel the most distant yeah. because and, of that. And, and I do want to call out our, our U.S. reps. Man, they've done an incredible job with the resources they've been given. Um, you know, that team's led by Danielle Hale, who's in charge of our community yep. engagement um, uh, department. Um, and they've been saying this all along it's like mm-hmm. you, you got to get out there right, right. and austin's yeah. been saying it austin and it's been team, hard paul, i mean that's, that's paul, a, yeah. you know paul tremblay and jordan yep. holland um like every conversation we have it's like you guys got to get out there you got to get out there but you can't be scripted right you've got to be uh open honest vulnerable mm-hmm. um and, and talk about it and if it's something they don't want to hear be okay to say it right right but but stand behind it be mm-hmm. confident um yeah. be open to feedback and that's what we're gonna do mm-hmm. well, uh not dates but like Pretty soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty soon. Okay. Um, so so we'll we'll probably do some um, sort of an, an announcement mm-hmm. um, and, and talk about it. But again, this isn't an, about us checking a, a box and complying, right? That's, right. That's the last thing yeah, I want to yeah. do. I, I don't want to announce we're going on this tour. We're gonna say those things. We're gonna show up in markets, um, and, and the sole reason to do that is because we need to hear what we need to do, be doing better, mm-hmm. and we need to share about what we're we're gonna do, right? Mm-hmm. And if there's there's conflict there, let's hear about it so we can course correct. Um, but again. You know, it's all in an effort to, to, to take the narrative back. Mm-hmm. Even if it's the narrative we don't want to hear, we, we've got to control it. But also, let's, let's get our edge back and show people that we can roll up our sleeves and go along this journey with you, mm-hmm. right? It's not us versus them. It's a partnership.
It's Go ahead. Well, I just think, you know to that point of like I just think about like we, we, our U.S. reps, Danielle and team, the, our, our 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 regional and country managers. Yeah. It's, what I what I tell what I tell people when I'm on the phone with them oftentimes is like, you will, and I, I I will stand behind this. You will never find a group of people that care about affiliates more. Mm-hmm. I mean that's and that's literally all we think about is how does this affect our affiliates? How will this affect you as gym owners? Now. We will not always get it right, and we'll make mistakes, but we'll be we'll like own it, like hey, all right, but like our guiding tenant is how how does this affect you? Right, and and that's something that it's I think it's 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 easy to forget or not think about, but li- like we we have people that are nonstop thinking about how we can help and support, and because we get it, mm-hmm. right? We get that it's it's been a wild ride and we just want some consistency, mm-hmm. but, and that's all we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. So how, what, what can we provide? What are the tools and resources? Whatever it might be, it's, it's, it, it is our sole purpose to, and as Gary always says, be an unquestioned biz, business partner and like just, we're here. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing is that you talk to any single one of these individuals on our team, they'll say, hey, you know, they'll talk, you hear them talk to affiliates, like, here, here's my email, here's my phone number, call me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I, and, and that alone, like, that's really special. And you don't get that in any other type of environment. Normally it's like, well, who, like we're here. Right. And, and, and we've got an obligation to share what we're going to do. Like the rules that's of, was, the rules of engagement have yeah. changed, mm-hmm. right? That's we right. can't operate in a black box and roll stuff out. And so you'll start to see that in the town hall in a couple okay. weeks. Literally all, you know, business owners, Nicole, myself, and Justin are going to walk through our vision and our plan. So you guys, as affiliate owners, understand what's coming. That, that I think would go a tremendous way. Yeah. And I think, cause that's where a lot of people have been sitting around and it's the question, just what, what is going on right. and where are we going? Right. And I think if people can just see that, they're like, okay, cool. I'm in, like, I'm, yep. I'm on board. Like I just, I just, there was just so much, you know, lack of, of, of just sureness of like what yeah. is happening right yeah. now. Um, this, so that's the, the exciting. Desire for, for to just feel stable. Right. right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we've like, gone yeah. through two and a half years of instability, yeah. which is like, right. oh my God, can we just yeah. like, can we not live in clown world for just like yeah. five minutes? <laughs> right. Like, can we just be, have something that's stable? So I think, I think that's really, when is the town hall? It's in two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or uh, give or take. We'll, we'll announce it over the next week, yeah, yeah. But, okay. but it'll be within. So there hasn't been an actual date. There hasn't, okay. yeah, has not Got been it. an announcement. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I think that, I think that will go a long way. And I think, um, all the people that I talk to, that's always the question to be like, yeah, we just don't know, like, what, where yeah. are we going, man? And yeah. I think that's, that's really great. And I think that will. And, 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 and again, you know, I said this earlier, for the first time since I've been here, all three business lines have been working incredibly close together mm-hmm. to make sure that our stories are aligned. We're not doing du- duplicative um, efforts. Um, and we're all trying to solve the pro the and uplifting the coach mm-hmm. right that, that is the the core of of um of our guiding principle and you'll see that reflected in in our roadmaps i think uh if you're just objective pullback is kind of like we had this pendulum that swung too far in both directions and i it it sounds to me like everybody's probably acknowledged that and we're like hey let's yeah. let's bring this thing center yeah so, you know so for all of greg's flaws i mean like Listen, he was all in on like the methodology yeah. and it's and, and for what it does against chronic disease. And then yep. maybe we swung the pendulum too far and it's just like business. It's like, well, we can't leave this other thing behind. Yeah. Like that's what that's what got us here. Like, let's just have a balance of both. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing for the affiliate, the, the business and the methodology. Yep. Yep. So I think that's great. Um, yeah. There, there, you know, there's an art and a science to it. Right. Like and, and you've got to balance both. And for me, 
you know, I've never in my career ever woke up and looked at like a packed calendar that would leave most people nauseous and mm-hmm. been super excited to take it on. <laughs> and, and, and dude, and that's what I do every single day. Like I'm, I'm, cr- I'm crazy, but like I pinch myself every single day. Yeah. Like this is my dream job. Mm-hmm. I have my dream job. I get to support a community that I love so much. Um, we don't have all the answers. We know we don't, but man, we can sit at the table and support, you know, the hardest men and wi- working men and women mm-hmm. in any industry. I honestly feel that way because they change and impact lives on a daily basis. Where else can you find that? Mm-hmm. You know? And so um, we've got a lot of work to do. You know, I will say the business is in a really healthy spot. Um, and, um, and if we can just course correct a couple areas, um, and, and, and go on this journey with our affiliate owners, I mean, we're going to be unstoppable. We literally are. Is, um, is there a goal for affiliate growth? Yeah. So we've, um, so we want to hit, um, we've got about a 15% goal this, this year, okay. um, over indexed outside of the U S uh, because we had not seen, um, yeah, the numbers kind of hit where they are right now in the U S. So we're in a really good place. We're off to an incredible start, um, to, to start the year. There's a ton of pent up demand from an application funnel perspective, mm-hmm. which is incredibly, um, exciting. Is that specific to a region? Yeah, it's uh, th- so it's, I would say probably 40, 60, 40 percent in the United States, 60 yep. percent non-U.S. markets. Okay. Um, What's and the our, fastest growing region? Our top U- our top non-U.S. U- markets. We've got France, Italy, Spain, and U.K. Okay. Um, and Australia are are growing really really fast. Okay, yeah, which is which is crazy because traditionally those are our largest markets outside of the U.S. Right. Um, Ricardinho Prudenti, um, yep. who's on some, uh, staff, um, is our country manager in Brazil. Brazil. He's stabilizing that market really really nicely. That was our traditionally our second largest market. It's mm. probably our fifth or sixth right now um can we can we stay there for a second yeah, yeah. so the um so we've talked to quite a few boxes down there what is the is there some sort of at least thought or process obviously there's massive financial hurdles yeah. and and, yeah. and there's regions um is that something you can talk about like or at least yeah, some things you're, you're considering absolutely so, so one of the first things that i did when i came here is created global pricing for our markets that um you know where there was volatility with currency right. and exchange rate and all of uh, all of that those things and so their affiliate fee is already t- uh, two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars like that okay. yeah so, so we already um, lowered that for them. Um, we obviously allow monthly installments. And that's almost a 30% decrease. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and, um, and it, you know, based on the exchange rate, it's still tough, right, right? Um, for, for them to achieve. Um, Argentina, it's $1,500 okay. um, because, of, because of their uh, currency value. Um, and, and one thing that we're really focused on is having them be able to pay in local currency. Right. Got it. And so right now they have to pay in USD. They need an international credit card. There's a 6% tax on, t- on top of that. Got it. So it continues to drive it up. And so we're working tirelessly to try and give them that payment option mm-hmm. to pay in Hey Eyes. Um, and, and Ricardinho is, is an incredibly strong voice for that. Um, oh, I mean, and, he's the godfather uh, of Brazil. Yeah, he like, makes, me, makes me so happy, even when he's upset at me. When he's <laughs> talking, and I, leave, I leave the call, and I'm like, man. It, it, he has such gr- good hair. It's great it's hair. the best hair. Great best hair. hair. The best hair. Um, but he, he, is, he is such an advocate for yeah. that community. We use movement to build relationships. And if people understand that, like there's a lot of actions that we, when we are, when we are so focused on movement, when we think about relationship first, there's a lot of behaviors that don't fit with that. So I think that's the, the, the main part of the reason that we could have a successful gym there. Um, and, you know, the affiliate partnership network we talked about, you know, he's brought some really cool partners to the table, mm-hmm. um, you know, operating a business uh, outside of Brazil and, and shipping. It, it's a very, very tough market. Hawaii uh, has it, the same yeah. issue. Yeah. And so um, so we're going to announce a, a couple partners um, there. Um, there's also uh, in term, use, using the mark. 
um, and, and not paying for the mark um, is is uh, is a challenge in Brazil right. and one that Ricardino has, has doubled down on. Okay. Um, so we found a, a lot of, uh, of opportunity there. And, and so, yeah, really proud about what he's doing in the market. Um, and uh, and we'll see a lot of great things come to come to Latin. That's great. Yeah. Um, I think the APN the APN is great, yeah. um, and if, if if affiliate owners are looking at this and haven't looked into that, I think it's um, long overdue, obviously. But I, I'm it's, I'm glad it's there, uh, and I think there's I think there are some hidden gems in there that still need a little bit of unpacking yeah. with regard to uh, specifically um, speaking to some of the uh, insurance partners in yeah. there. That's a I think it's a fantastic idea. Um, unpacking it is a whole different story. Yep. I'm currently working through it, and if I figure it out, I'll let everybody know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's not it's not as simple as it seems. I yeah. love the idea, but it is uh, it, that can be a little bit. And I, the reason I bring that up is because it's an awesome idea. However, just me going through it and trying to figure out like strategically how to use it, how do yep. I how do I make this work? How do I reach out? How do I find all of this stuff? Yep. The average gym owner doesn't have that bandwidth. I'm like, yep. it's it's a good idea that I'll quite literally never. You're get talking to. about accessing the, the like Optum, yeah, um, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some other there's some other resources that are same um, yeah. same pipeline, different. Um, yeah. um, it's so funny you mentioned that we we had a meeting the other day and it's like how we we're just really struggling communicating right. with the community right mm-hmm. you know our our systems whether or not people um, um, are, are the right uh, point of contact within the gym right uh, but they're the LOR on, on you know on paper um, and are they uh, a member of our channels um, in social you know in terms of social mm-hmm. like where do we start promoting these brands um, you know because obviously it's in an effort to help the affiliate owner, mm-hmm. but you have to be really tasteful yeah. in how right. you do it. Yeah. We're not a sales organization. Right. Um, and we're not here to promote other partners. We need to promote value. And so we're, we're really we're working. Tool. I mean, I think of them as tools. It's tools. So yeah, like, sure. Hey, listen, like yeah. you, you don't have to use this thing, but it's there if you yeah. right. want it. You know, like I, I look at the Optum uh, thing and for anybody that doesn't know what that is, essentially like subsidized gym memberships yep. via insurance providers, Correct. which is great. Um, and it is a tool. However, you have to figure out how to use the yep. tool, right? Sure. And that's where, I, that's where I think there's um, maybe a little bit of disconnect. And this is in any business. It's like I have a thought. First thing I do is just throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. And then it and it's come exactly to th- what we did. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. And, I, yeah. and I, don't, I don't think that's a bad yeah. thing. I think yeah. it's just, I think context, right? Just mm-hmm. like people... I think people assumed that these were full finished thoughts and they're like, mm-hmm. no, no, like this is an ongoing mm-hmm. thought that we will continue to refine over time. Yeah. Um, and, 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 um, you know, me being vulnerable with you, um, I, I think we're a hard charging group, uh, and you know, we wanted to come in and make noise and provide value quickly. If there's one thing that I could be critical of myself on is like, we got to slow down. We've got to pick a few things and do them really, really well. And so you'll see that shift over the next year. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, as an affiliate, I appreciate yeah. that. And I, but I'd also don't think it was, I don't think it was the wrong approach. I think it was probably, it yeah. was necessary um, based on what the current environment yep. was at the time. Yep. It was like, you, you, nobody would have been super pumped if you had come in and slow rolled that. That was not yeah. an option. They, they yeah. would have been like, uh, what are you guys doing? Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, let's get yeah. to it. It's, so I, you know, I think it was, uh, I think it was a soul cycle guy in here. He's <laughs> taking his time. Yeah. yeah. So we have to buy these bikes now. Yeah, um, right. So no, I, I think it. I think it was just. I think it was just part of the process, yeah. and and I, I I try to look at everything pretty objectively, you know, because I'm obviously a fill-in owner. I, I still work for CrossFit in the training department, and I work with a lot of people who have no attachment to the company yep. whatsoever. So I try to look at it through that full lens, and I'm like, 
they're they're moving in the right direction. Like this is a way harder ship to steer than most people would consider. And I just appreciate the effort. Um, I got to be honest with you, man. Outside looking in, I had no. I mean, you have no idea. I mean, you guys know, but I mean, you know, you come into this business, it's incredibly complex. I mean, just the relationships, yeah. the models, it, you know, and so and 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 the. Com- um, making sure that you acknowledge the community before you make a decision, right? And how do you, which is weird, by I the mean, way? It's 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 unlike <laughs> any other business. We, we, right? have, we do have to acknowledge that yeah. people are like oh, businesses. They're all businesses are the same enough. I was like, they're they're not. And yeah. CrossFit is unique in that sense, where it's it's it is privately held. However, the community gets a say. Yeah, you know, because if they don't like it, that's it, man. And and I and that's that's got to be a a, a real tough line to walk yeah. yep. you know because you're trying to operate a business and, and trying to create something sustainable yeah. and has a growth on it but i can't ignore the voices right. over here yep. you know and, and i think that like you take the like the apn for example right like is it it's you know i i often think i'm like well what like you know how can how could it have been better how can it be better it's still growing i mean it's still it's literally you know five brand months, new, five yeah. months old but yeah. like you know i think well, i mean the gooder thing alone is right. worth it yeah well, yes, yeah yes, i mean yes. it's cassidy and, was like what is wrong with you? he's like why did you buy 900 rolls of toilet paper because i could dude because yeah. it was like uh 20 bucks right. yeah, awesome. <laughs> exactly right yeah, yeah and but like, the non-sexy part of the right. apn man. it's my right. favorite like, part yeah. of the apn yeah. it's like everyone's like why you love toilet paper i just just toilet paper and soap it's great so we put even put markers in there come on but like like wipes for 25 percent i was like buy 18 rolls of that. I, I just remember it's like, can we put expo markers in there? They're like, yeah. I'm like, great. Done. I just want nice markers for the whiteboard. <laughs> so right. Good. But you know, it's but hearing. I think what's really important is the only way for us to actually make something that is you know perfectly fit for our unbelievably vast community is to is to roll it out and to listen right. and and, yeah. and and optimize. Right. There's. I. We would be. It would be foolish and arrogant of us to think that we can roll something out and expect it to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. And yep. and I think that. So when we think about this, it's well, we're going to hear it, and yet if some people are not going to like it, some mm. people like will struggle with it. Okay. Let's let's figure out how to optimize that, mm-hmm. and 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 also it will shape other things we're doing. So yeah, we'll you know if 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 our you know if, if our our target spreads all over the place now over time it'll it still won't be all bullseye, but it'll be tighter, right? And that's right. If I was if if I was if I could give some. Um Awesome advice. The only yeah, thing absolutely. I would, the only thing I would recommend is, is kind of what we were t- alluding to earlier. Is just like, and I'm not saying that like the red shirts need to be the approvers all thing. That's not what I'm saying, but just use that Without cohort question, of people. Yeah. Just be like, hey guys, like we're we're considering this. Just like send us some feedback because people will shoot holes in. I mean, you know how the red yeah. shirts are. They're just like, oh, yeah. like maybe push that one off to the side. And I think you could, th- I think you could trim the fat off of those yeah. ideas and get to an end state that would be, yep. that be more optimal, faster. In yeah, that and, regard. And, and, and and I think there's. Um, you know, there's weight behind having being able to say that it has been vetted mm-hmm. by red shirts when it's rolled out, right? I, like, I, I don't disagree yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, it's like it has some it has some uh, validity to it at that point, right? Yeah. Right, and so, um, and and that's why my team, I you know, I think seventy five percent of my team they're red shirts. Yeah, um, yeah, and affiliate owners. Yeah, yeah. but but that's there's great. There, there's still so many more um, that that we can have access to in the countries that we operate in, right? right. And so that's what's so powerful. Um, and underutilized, in my yeah. opinion, because it's a feedback loop, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know, I just think that, like, when when you're when you're at seminars, it's, it's you listen and you hear a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you know, I just think about like programming, mm-hmm. right? There's not a program that exists today that didn't come from people a- mm-hmm. getting asked to get programmed for. Hey, yeah. can, can, 
can, can I right. get your programming? Right. It was never like, I'm going to make programming because people want it. <laughs> right. It was, can I do your programming? I think that's really cool. Right. And then, then this started, right? right? That's a really good example of, and, th- and then the, and the programming marketplace emerged. Hey, can I get some help running mm-hmm. my business? And then that, that right. market emerged. And, you know, and that's where, and you hear that all of the time. Hey, I'm struggling finding coaches, mm-hmm. right? You know, like it's, and, and that's at, the, at that ground floor. And that's the beauty of, of the seminars. Mm-hmm. It, it's, you know, it's sort of like a chicken and the egg type of thing. But, you know, the, 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 the seminar is where we all started. And you also, we, you know, go back to that too. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't go, I, I can't say enough about the level one kernel. We talk about it a lot. But even for your level three, I tell people, hey, if you can swing it, go back to your level one. A, a week or two before you actually test, you know, because there are, you'll be better off for it. You'll be better off for it. It, it, it. Reread your level one manual once a quarter. You, and it, you do that. You're going to, you're going to remember things that you might've forgotten because life got busy and crazy. And that's not a fault on you. It's just the reality of life. You're going to realize, Oh wow. That's like, I gotta get back to that. And I think that sounds daunting. So I, from a practical application, here's what I'd recommend people do. Like, how do you're I do that? You're talking to Austin, you know? Well, but I mean, so, but I'm just from an affiliate owner who's yeah. just like, listen, dude, I don't have time yeah, to go yeah. back and read level one manual. Like, how, but um, uh, I've had a couple affiliate owners who've done this recently where they will, I'm like, present that information to your members. Like, you're studying it. How about you just do a workshop on the weekend yeah. and just talk to people about what is fitness and like, and just walk through that lecture or that article. Um, people will love it. Like that information is gold, and most of your members have no concept of what it is. I mean, when I took the one, I walked out. I was like, Jesus! I mean, yeah. it was incredibly Firehouse. powerful. Yeah, I mean, it, I had a member here. She she was here for seven years, and she literally thought I just like on the weekends went out and like had like two people sit in a room and like and I would talk about CrossFit for for two days. And I brought her into the level one, and she was like, "Oh, like this is wow. a legit that's cool thing," and I'm blown away by this. And I think that is something affiliate owners could do is like because it's mutually beneficial to both parties yeah. right like it, it it adds to my professional development mm-hmm. but i'm also educating the clientele mm-hmm. and there's nothing better than smart clientele right. on your product yep. like that's 100%. how you get people to stick around uh, yeah. i mean it's it's it, and that's and that's why you know it's having members and that's what i usually get the question what do you do when a member starts coaching another member in a class i'm like you know i love it and they're like well what if it's wrong i'm like you know i I've never found out anyone that's trying to hurt someone, you know, like now they might be telling them something that's not effective they, you know, even if it's wrong, but like it comes from a place of care right. and human interaction and connection around, around actual movement is so rare outside of a gym is that, th- that this is so special that I'll make sure that no one's moving like a motor moron. I'll keep them safe, but the I'm fact not going to let anything unsafe happen. Right. Here, right. Yeah. But, yeah, but the fact that, you know, you know, Bob is helping Sally, like where to put their hands on the bar. I'm like, that doesn't happen anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. That's special, yeah. right? And one that you've empowered your people to want to help and that people are humble enough to receive help. There's so much in that relationship that says something about your gym. I said, embrace it. Nice job. Right. Right. And you know, because that's a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, like anything, you're the coach, control the room. You should have managed all that good stuff, but it's special. Yeah. Those are the things that separate and people leave that like, oh, this place is cool. Mm-hmm. Right, you create a, a, a community that is a reflection of you, but it's not dependent on you. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's really special that happens in a CrossFit gym. 
What are you guys most excited about coming up? Speci- more specifically, you, Gary, because you're the one driving yeah. the ship. So if I'm it just, crashes, I, I'm going to call I'm, you. I'm, no, I'm I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going all in. So if it crashes, <laughs> I, I'll be okay with it because yeah. I, you know, I gave everything yeah. I had. He, he, here's what I'm most excited about is to work incredibly close with, with Nicole um, and, 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 um, and take advantage of the um, efficiencies that we can have as a unit. Mm-hmm. You know, you said access to seminar staff, uh, but it doesn't just stop there. Nicole is an incredibly talented um, leader. And, and somebody who's been around this industry for so long. And so I greatly respect her. Um, you know, she, she has helped me ramp up on, and been such a strong supporter. So to be able to work extremely close mm-hmm. with her over the next, you know, year, few years um, is really, really exciting for me because I think our orgs complement each other so well. Um, and if we're going to do what we all know we can do, it's going to be because we take advantage of that. Yeah. And so that's what I'm most excited about. I think, um, you know, the growth outside the U.S. is 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 so um, exciting to mm-hmm. see. Um, and if we can just, you know, to your point, take back um, what was special in, in this market – We've got such a bright future. I think uh, I think Craig Howard had brought it up in a in a podcast recently. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, what 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 do you want from Cross?" He's like, "I want them to not <laughs> not tarnish the name yeah. and then like help it grow." Like yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. two things that yeah. I think everybody wants. And I think um, you know what I'm excited about is that you know folks like you who are fully invested in CrossFit, like guys like Austin, are in there and like, "Hey, we're driving this thing forward." And then very candidly, like I, I'm a huge Nicole fan, have yeah. been for years. You know, like. I may or may not have gotten drunk at one of the summits and told her she's the best speaker of all time. But <laughs> she is a good speaker. She's a great speaker. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm excited to, that you know um, somebody like Nicole, with Nicole's background yeah. and with Nicole's experience in the company, um, is going to be more involved in 100%. In, in the direction of yeah. of CrossFit. And I think if nothing else outside of that, people should take a lot of stock in that. Mm-hmm. And you should know that like we're we're moving in the right direction at this point. Yeah, sure. I mean, her her decision making and 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 thought process is so pure, um, and it's so committed to what's true about this um, this methodology and business um, that nothing is going to get past her that jeopardizes that. Like I can confidently say that. Yeah. Um, and so you know, her having a seat at the table for me is also equally as powerful. Um, and so that's why I'm really confident that the the next um, uh, few years is going to be really exciting i think that's awesome um i think everything you guys are doing this is a great conversation yeah, i think I mean, this is a refreshing conversation for a lot of people that are going to listen affiliate owners coaches they're like all right I, I feel better about this i look forward to the town hall announcement the the tour the yeah. u.s tour um you know the growth of the apn i think all that stuff is fantastic and you know a again like thank you guys for coming here and taking the time to come here and do this. I know, I know um, you guys are busy and have important things to do, but also thank you guys for what you're doing for the overall, you know, community. If there's anything, you know, we as affiliates can do or, you know, us for the podcast that we can help you guys with, like we will fully volunteer our time and resources to, to promote the word and and help that because we are all in on CrossFit. So thank you guys so much for being here. Yeah, man. man. Likewise. And uh, I appreciate you kicking our ass this morning. Great workout. Yeah. Awesome. All right. See you guys next time. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.